but um, a huge game. Um, Massive game. Oh, I love it. I went to went on Sunday. I uh, took my boys to see the, the the Phoenix take on the Snakes or the Taipans, and they got the job done. And look, they've been in ripping form. The Southeast Melbourne Phoenix absolutely loved it, and they got the big throwdown on Sunday, as we talk about. And we well, to join us to talk all about it. And man, he knows what it's like to be at the coalface of it. Oh, it's an ex- I love having this guy on. He's a former coach of the South East Melbourne Phoenix, and that's Simon Mitchell. G'day, Simon. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Couldn't be better, mate. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, tell us, what, is it any different um, coming up against uh, United as opposed to any other game that you uh, coach for the, for the Phoenix? Uh, it's definitely uh, more exciting on the night. Um, I think the lead-ins, you know, outside of there's more media, um, there's more media going into the game. Um, everyone wants to know about the, the rivalry and all those sorts of things, which is great. Um, but the preparation is no different um, from from a planning standpoint. But when you walk in the gym and there's uh, ten thousand people and uh, they're either paying for your blood or they're, 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 they're all the way behind you, um, then you, you know it's just a great atmosphere and. Um, yeah, look, it's uh, it's become a really great rivalry um, within the league, but also just in Melbourne sporting culture. Simon, it's Joel here. What is the importance of getting over uh, United, especially at this point of the season, this time they're on top um, and the Phoenix are sort of climbing the ladder? What's the importance this weekend of getting over them? Yeah, it's a good question. I think it's a really important game for the Phoenix, probably more so than Melbourne United. Uh, we saw Melbourne play on Monday night, and there's uh, they're going to have a, if they're playing, there's going to be injury clouds over a few of their guys. Now, I suspect Travers and Clark won't play, and Hope Porty, if he does, will be uh, perhaps limited. Um, so, with them being on top and and Southeast really looking to take a scalp, I think it's important that they get Melbourne while they're down. Yeah, and they obviously, obviously, this is the second throwdown of the season. Um, would, did you, would you take anything away from the first game, or was that just sort of a, a warm-up to the season-type game? Well, I actually think there's nothing to take from it because <laughs> South East Melbourne peddled out half a team. So um, the, the, the team they're going to have on uh, on Sunday is going to be nothing like the team that they they, they peddled out there in round one. So and, and Melbourne as well. So it's going to be a completely different lineup for Melbourne. Um, JLA didn't play last time, and obviously the players are missing. So um, it's going to be an intriguing matchup, and uh, he's hoping the Phoenix uh, get the get the chocolates. And Simon, what's the importance of having the same starting five or the same players on the court um, for multiple games? Is it the continuity of it all? Is it is it important, or what's what's that sort of like? Oh, I think it's of the highest importance. Um, you know, the, the the evenness of the league and the teams um, is is you know is very very very. Um, you know the margins are very narrow, so if you don't have your best team out there, or if you can't get them on the on the floor during the game or during the week in preparation, it makes it really difficult to come out at your best. Um, so I think the team that is uh, healthy at the right time of the year um, is going to be the team to beat. Oh, fantastic! Well, what, what's um, what are your thoughts on the NBL season so far? So I mean, it's been a fantastic season. Every game seems to be going down to the wire a fair bit. Um, what what have you made for the first few rounds? There's been a few twists and turns. Um, you know, 
I reckon after week two, we thought, well, this might be the final four right here. And then all of a sudden, New Zealand lose a few players and then they go off to the US and they come back and forgot their form. And um, yeah, so we really don't know what's going on. There's some teams out there that we haven't seen their lineups yet. Um, we saw Melbourne United, even though they've been very impressive with the 8 1 record, they've only had their full lineup for 46 seconds. Um, <laughs> and then you see, you look at Cairns, and you know, we haven't seen Cairns' lineup at all this year because they've been missing multiple players in each game. And, and South East haven't really had a chance to um, string too many games together with their best lineup. So outside of Perth, Adelaide, um, Illawarra, um, and we really haven't seen what the teams are bringing in. To be honest, we don't really like what we're seeing out of those three groups. So out of the rest of the teams, it's really a uh, it's a coin flip as to who's going to be the team to beat. I mean, Melbourne, obviously, the early form, and they've got those wings those wins banked, and that's a great advantage to have. But I'm intrigued by what South East can, uh, can produce if they can keep their team on the floor, and some of the other teams as well. Yeah, well, the injuries that you mentioned there, I mean, they obviously struggled through your time at, at the Phoenix. You never really had a good run at it with the injury-wise, but it just seems like the whole league, as you mentioned there, uh, are, are all, you know, to every team's got a sort of injury issue. Do you, do you put it down to, to the games or maybe the way that the game's played or what do you put all the injuries down to? Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, it's a physical sport and they, they, you know, you've got big athletes travelling at high speeds in small areas. And so, you know, there's going to be contact and there's going to be injuries. But uh, it, it seems to have been, especially this year, not just for South East, but for the league uh, across the board, um, an exorbitant amount of injuries. Now, it was a shortened pre-season, so I'm not sure if the players got all the work they needed in. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of guys who are missing from pre-season who, who started on the sidelines during the season. So it's the season proper started. So it's really hard to sort of put a finger on. Um, sometimes it's just bad luck too. Mm. Yeah, well, that's true. And with the with the, with the, the game that it's always played, I mean, we, we've seen a lot of um, sort of stopping in, in games. I mean, the referees stop it for ticky touchwood sort of sort of fouls and a lot of players going to the free throw lines. I mean, at this stage, I mean, I went on Sunday to see the Phoenix and the Taipans and it just seemed like the game stopped every like, couple of seconds. It was sort of annoying at the end. I mean, do you, do you have the same annoyance? Uh, I think my, my my temper was probably strained a little bit this this round. Um, if I want to watch free throws, I can go out the backyard and watch my kids. Like, I, <laughs> the whole, um, yeah, look, I think the referees had a really, really poor round. Um, from from the start to the end, I thought there was uh, it was one of the worst rounds, certainly the worst round this year. Um, you know, there's the old adage, old players need to make adjustments. Well, when you've got three different interpretations of the same thing, it's really hard to make an adjustment. So I think the referees have got to um, recalibrate this week, um, get together and, and actually have a, a good hard discussion about how they want to call the game. Now, there's obvious fouls out there that need to be called, and we, and we, we want those called. If you take it hard at the rim and you get contact, you want that called. Um, but there's there's some fouls there, guys jumping in the way of other players running down the floor and they fall over and then the referee's blowing a whistle like, no, just let that one fly. Let that bloke laying on the floor stay there and next time he won't jump in front of somebody. There's uh, calls <laughs> that they're making on rebounds where, you know, there's just uh, su- superfluous touching. Like, just nothing that, con- that, that that has anything to do with the outcome of the game and they're blowing whistles. And those are the ones we can let fly. 
continue to call the, the others, the, the, the reward those who are going to the rim, but let some of the other stuff go. Mm. Is this sort of like the Australian way of playing basketball? Like, you know, sort of a much tougher brand of basketball? Um, I'm not sure it's a tougher brand. Certainly we have a unique style in the NBL, um, but it's a little bit from the European League and a little bit from the NBA League. I don't think – I think our league's evolved from the way we used to be in the 70s and 80s where it was, you know, if a bloke came in the lane, he'd meet, he'd meet someone's forearm. Those days are gone. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think the um, – I think we certainly have, have taken away a little bit of the physicality um, with, with the officials, um, and I, I'd like to see a little bit of a return. Simon, you mentioned the NBA there. Uh, Watching the NBA, it's what Jack sort of touched on, the amount of fouls that are going on, the amount of time the game is stopping. Do you feel the NBL is transitioning into more of a basketball playing style like the NBA, or do you think we've still got our own unique style of basketball? Yeah, I think we still maintain our own unique style, but I'm a little concerned that we are going a little too far towards the NBA, um, specifically with offences. Um, you know, there's, a, there's an element of really early shots um, and a lack of ball movement, which is, you know, a hallmark of the NBA. Um, and, you know, even if you watch the the, 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 the late minutes of the, the Melbourne United uh, uh, Perth Wildcats game the other night, you know, there'd be one guard-to-guard screen, they'd get caught and switched onto the ball and then it's just isolation let's go get everyone out the way and Dally's going one on one that to me is not that appealing a brand of basketball I'd love to see the ball pop a little bit and we get into that later on in the shot clock right okay well that sounds that sounds like real good coach talk I mean are you I mean I, mean, I don't know are you interested in coaching again <laughs> Uh, well, I've got a, about five concert tickets between now and February, so I'm really interested in going to see some good heavy metal bands. <laughs> who are the bands? Who are you seeing? Uh, who have I got? I've got. Oh, you may not have known that these, these guys aren't selling out Rod Laver. I've got Behemoth, uh, the Corner Hotel, oh, sorry, at the Forum. I've got uh, In Flames. I've got Creator. I've got Suicidal Tendencies at the Croxton. I've got, uh, yeah, I've got a whole bunch of shows coming up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know any of them. <laughs> hey, um, how much of the Phoenix win by on Sunday, mate? Yeah, I think they're going to. I think they're going to take care of business. I, I think they'll they'll come in comfortably. Um, I, I think ten or more points. Uh, I think that's. Uh, I think if um, with the the the, uh, the signing of Dan- Daniel Johnson this week um, just gives them a little bit even more potency and and Melbourne, I think from an offensive standpoint, I don't think they've got it together just yet. Uh, I think Shaley's really struggling this year um, at the offensive end. I think Daly's just a little trigger happy right now. Um, and I think between those two, I think they're icing Chris Golding out of the game just a little bit. So I think until they get that sorted, um, I, I think Melbourne will just be, be a little bit behind the eight ball. Oh, well, that's music to our ears, Simon. That's, uh, that's really good. Hey, we'll leave it there, mate. Thank you so much for giving us some of your time. Uh, and hopefully you enjoy um, the Phoenix. Have a great win on uh, on Sunday, mate. Thanks for your time. Oh, I will. Thanks, Thanks for having me, boys. <laughs> Thanks, Simon. Man. Oh, Simon Mitchell there, the former coach of the South East Melbourne Phoenix. And, yeah, they've got their huge game, as we keep mentioning, the throwdown throw down yeah. against the Melbourne Uniteds. Um, it is a game of basketball, so don't be confused by the other team's name. They are <laughs> apparently a basketball team. <laughs> we don't like them over here, though. So, but uh, anyway, that's on Sunday, <laughs> John Kane Arena. Make sure you get all the Phoenix supporters there. Should be an absolute blast. And the Phoenix have not lost a home game yet. 